0: Hello and welcome to the second channel for Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, The Trip Keeper, and on today's video, we are going to be ranking the fucking Sopranos seasons, the best show in the whole entire world, ever. Um, It is, I mean, if you haven't seen it before you've been watching this, I don't know if I'll get into spoilers or not, I probably will say something, so if you haven't watched it and you want to know what it, the show is like, do not watch this video. But if you have seen it or you don't even give a fuck, this is good for you, but um... If you guys have seen the show and you like, and you know how good it is, and then you really know how good it is. I mean, it's just, it is, it's the best thing you could ever put on your television. I've seen it four times since June of 2022 when I first watched it. And I was just like, how have I not seen this before? Um, I remember when I first, when I first put it on, it was because I saw a clip a short on youtube of um tony beating up coco uh, in the last couple episodes of the whole show um because he you know he sexually harassed his daughter um but you know you that that made me want to watch it and like that the show is just so much more different than like that but like if that The mob parts of the show do make it really good, but that's not what the show is about, really. I mean, yes, it's about the mafia, but it's, like, it doesn't revolve around that. There's so much other shit that's involved. It just, it all combines together and just makes something great. Uh, Definitely changed television forever. Um, James Gandolfini, I mean, the probably the best performance ever for anything in my opinion I mean I can't even think of something else that just that, that just has is so fucking incredible you know it's just it's amazing what he did. I, I, it's he's so good in it that every time I see him in something else, I just picture him as Tony Soprano. That that's just how that's how good he was as Tony Soprano. Like he was that, he was the show. There was nothing without him in that show. Like every every episode was just him. Um, now there were scenes without him, of course, uh, but most of the time it was just him, and it was it, I didn't mind. You know, it was just every, every time he was on screen. All the fuck-ups he did, all the, you know, some of the good things he did. He definitely wasn't the the worst, worst person on earth, but he definitely was pretty terrible. And I hate the people that say, uh, Sopranos fans don't want to admit that Tony Soprano was evil. Uh, yeah, we do. We fucking admit that. Uh, you could tell <laughs> right from the beginning that he's not a good person. Um, I don't know why people say that shit it is the dumbest shit. If you have, if you watch the show, you know he's he's an evil person. And if you don't think that, well, then you're stupid. But um, yeah, he's uh, he was very evil. But since we followed him in the show, he had to be the protagonist. He was like the the evil, the anti. The he was the protagonist and <laughs> antagonist. He was the anti protagonist, basically, anti hero. That was like you know. First television's anti-hero, and um, yeah, so much. Drinking Miller High some of my third one. I'm not going to drink anymore after that. I'm just going to uh, stop after that. Uh, I bought some pizza um, in the refrigerated section of this convenience store. It looked pretty good, so I'm going to heat it up after this, but yeah. So we only have two tiers here. Just fucking incredible, like, the best, and great. Because there's not one season of this show that's bad or even decent. All, every season is just amazing. So, I couldn't, I couldn't make a third tier. Like, even where it's just good. Like, none of them are just good. It's great. Um, I, I hope if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it and you're this far into the video, just go watch it. I'm telling you, it will change your life it will change your fucking life how good the show is all right l- let's just get started here um season 1 of the sopranos we're going to put it in great um now it, it definitely introduces you to the show all right but you can tell how as as the show goes on how much better the show gets but the beginning part it needs to be there all right and it's a great stepping stone for what's to come And it's the only season that's really just mostly happy. I mean, yes, there's that. There's the part where the whole thing revolves around Tony getting killed by, um, or trying to get killed by Uncle June and Livia, his mother. Um, But other than that, like, it's just, it's just like the most mob show out of the whole season. Like, this season is the one that's like the most normal kind of show it doesn't lead into anything else until season 2 on um but that's what i kind of like about it that's what i i love about it you know i just i don't like these show these seasons i love them um but i can't put it in just fucking incredible because there there are a couple seasons in here that are and it's just it, you can't take that away from it but season 1 just the storylines and how much the, the gravity of situations happen it's not as severe as later seasons and just the way it was shot directed written you know everything acted acted still pretty good acting is all i mean acting and writing is good throughout the whole show but um in this season there's you know they're getting their footing there it's not it wasn't supposed to be great you know it was i mean no it was great that's what i mean but um it's not to the point where it's like oh my god this is the best show ever you don't get to that point with just one season you know and um but they did a good job with it. I love, I loved all the characters. You know, Mikey Palmese. Shout out to him for dying. Um, <laughs> that if you guys didn't notice, go look to his death scene. There is a stunt double. Um, if you pause it, I remember. I that's the first time I noticed that. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I don't know which which frame you pause it on, but it's one of them. I remember stopping and taking a picture of it. Um, but yeah, he there's a stunt double for that. Um, Chris is just very. You know, he just wants to be made, and he's just, he's, why is my life not, not continuing onto this mafia path like I want it to, um, but he wouldn't even have got that far without Tony, and, uh, Tony, you know, it was just starting out, um, and he was, he was the thinnest he was in the whole entire show, so, yeah, um, but there's a lot of problems, you know, rats, you know, Jimmy Altieri, uh, his death. That was one of the scariest scenes in the whole show. I mean, I don't know if it was scary, but it was disturbing in a way just because, like, he, the realization that he's going to die because Silvio's behind him. That shit was scary. Um, and then a big pussy left. Uh, he fled to wherever the fuck he went. Um, who knows if he went to Puerto Rico or if he just went, I don't know, a state over or something. I don't even know where he could have went, but... Um, if he did go there, I mean, I guess that would be a safe spot, but, and then he comes back for season two, but all right, let's get to season two. Season two is just fucking incredible. I mean, you introduce one of the best side characters ever and kill him off a couple episodes later, Richie April. I mean, that is the definition of a mobster right there. He was, he was not afraid of anybody he wasn't scared of anything, and he was hated by lots. Um, he was just, I mean, the, the addition of him made this season so much better. Um, it was good already until he got added in, and then it was like, wow. that He adds so much. Um, you Just from the start, from the beginning you know he's going to start some trouble. Just like the Cat Williams interview. Just from the start, he was just like, all right, we're going to fucking call out all these people. But him, he got dropped off by Adriana LaCerva, Chris's girlfriend, and he went straight to Beansy and beat him up with a coffee pot and then ran him over, I think, either the same episode or the next episode. And, um, yeah, he started dating Janice and then they got engaged and then out of the fucking blue they fucking kill him, uh, and they were planning to, Tony, Tony and Silvio planned to kill him, but Janice did it for him, because she got punched, and I don't know, she's fucking just as crazy as uh, Tony is, and I, a lot of people don't like Janice's character, like, um, I'm sure they like the acting of her, but they don't like her as a person, but for me, I don't know, I, I kind of like watching, I I like what she does, She in the first season two and three she's definitely like more begging she's a beggar and shit um and she's like that the whole show um but the first two seasons she was like really into that part of it um but as season four comes around five six uh six b you know she becomes a different character but the first even season three she starts to become that other character but season two it's just like she's just munches off of her brother and it's it's kind of annoying at that point but after that she becomes a really good character but i could see why if that was if she was like that the whole series which there's a part of that still alive in every single season but if it was just like that strictly like season two yeah i could see why you would hate her but um she's her brother tony is like the worst character on the show if you guys don't see that then that's that's i don't know how but she's she's just as bad as him you know, she's, um, I wouldn't say she's as bad because she's definitely, you know, she, I mean, she's killed people. <laughs> I'm sure she killed Richie. Um, oh, my God. The Season two, I think it's, I don't know if it's, it's not the last episode, but it's where they kill Richie. Um, Janice kills Richie. And the one of the funniest lines in the whole show happens. It's uh, uh, Janice is like, so what did you do with him? And then Tony's like, we buried him on a hill overlooking a little river <laughs> with pine cones all around. <laughs> oh my god, that is top 5 funniest scenes in the whole show. I that is just I every time that part comes on while I rewatch it, I replay that shit over and over it is just so funny and because then because janice is like so invested she's like oh really and he's like no what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> what do you care oh that was that was a good time But oh, beer um but yeah Tony, he's still I mean he's gaining a little weight in the season, but he's not to the big boy he is later on. He's just a big little blah 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 fucking I, I love the uh, storyline of Davy Scatino, how his life the the highest point of his life in the show is when he wins his first hand. He gets a flush, and then after that, it's just like, fuck you, Davy Scatino. You're going down, you're going bankrupt, and you're gonna get your life ruined. Um, it's a sad storyline but he brought it on himself. I know people people like to blame Tony for bringing him in but Tony told him twice. He, Davey came up to him twice and said, "Listen, I want to get in your executive card game." And Tony's like, "No, it's not for you, Davey." And he's like he told him. He held his shoulders like, "Davey, do not join this." Um so you would think after that like even as a gambling addict you're like, "All right, fuck it." Um, i'll just go to a casino or do whatever you know even go to vegas maybe but he shows up at the executive card game um at the hotel and he gets in because he showed up and it's like you're not gonna stop him from going in so what is tony gonna do he's like well fuck it might as well let him in i the the worst that could happen is that i can make him go bankrupt and that's what happened um but it's not like tony did not warn him like Tony wouldn't, have, if he said, if Davy Scatino said, no, I'll just go do something else, Tony would not have been like, all right, uh, I'm going to force you to come in here. He would not have done that. So that was strictly Davy Scatino's fault. Um, but it was Tony's fault, too, just for doing what he did to him, even though he knew him and he grew up with him. Um, it was evil for what he did. But I don't feel that much sympathy for uh, Scatino. To, uh, that 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 happened to him. That's just my opinions. Because you but you put yourself in that situation, um, as bad as you as Tony is, he it it wasn't strictly his fault for that and then you got oh my god the worst characters in the show Matthew Bevilacqua and Sean Gismonti great good good acting in the show it's just terrible i i hated them so much and i'm glad they fucking got killed um, they kill Chris, or they try to kill Chris and uh, there's a whole episode and a half or even two episodes just going around Chris in the hospital in the scene where uh Paulie, uh Chris tells Polly and Tony that they saw they uh, they saw the uh, the people they killed in hell, like Mikey Palmese and um, Emil Kolar, and said to give him a warning about three o'clock. And Paulie, you know, he doesn't believe it at first. he's like he does not very. He's like, oh well, hell is hot. That's not been dis- disputed by anybody. Uh. Excuse me. Um, but then Paulie gets to start starts getting really paranoid about everything. And he starts having dreams and sh- he starts waking up like and staring at his clock just to make sure it's 3 o'clock and he's not dead yet. And then he goes to one of the funniest scenes in the whole show. This is why season 2 is goaded because there's just so much funny shit in the whole thing. Now, Sopranos season 1 is... Amazing too with funniness, like Junior Soprano. I forgot to mention him before, um, in for that season. Like, he there's so much funny one liners in that show. Why not make it a Weston here, you know, <laughs> in that season? Um, so yeah, that was another funny, that was another good part about it is that it was funny. But, um, you know, season two, when I was just, what I was just saying before about Paulie, um, he went to a psychic and, um, the psychic ends up finding out about a murder that Paulie did, um, but I'm not sure if he knew it was. Uh, but it he like knew a guy named Sonny, and he said it to him. And Paulie's like threatening him. He's like, "What the fuck do you know? Who the fuck told you?" You know, um, and then the psychic's like, "I'm afraid I'm gonna have to ask you to leave." And then <laughs> Paulie's like, "You know what this is? This is black magic, sick shit, satanic black magic, or whatever the fuck he said." And then <laughs> he throws the chair. <laughs> he's like fucking queers <laughs> for no reason Like, why would he say that that shit was had me dying for like 10 minutes after watching that, that shit was so fucking funny why why would he say fucking queers after, like there's so much shit you could have said but he chose to say that i just thought that was hilarious um if i keep on going about on about this season i'll never finish this video but I can go on forever. That just shows you how good the season is. It's just all the characters that are in it, the storylines, uh, the surprises. You know, with Richie Aprile getting shot by Janice, that, that was just insanity. All right, season three. We're going to have to put it in just fucking incredible. This is another great season. And this is going to be in order from best to not best because i can't say worst for sopranos that worst and sopranos do not go together um so season two right now is the best season uh three second best and then soprano season one is third uh season three is like the last season where it's mostly happy and you know there in every season there's like disturbing storylines and sad you know just Killings, you know, and everything, um, but this is the last season because Junior, he's not demented yet. Season four, he starts to become that, um, and you know he's he's still under house arrest. He's been under house arrest after the end of season one. So yeah, that um, and then Livia, they do the whole. Uh, she, I forgot to mention her. She was um, Tony's mother. Um, I did mention her, but I didn't go into detail. Uh, you know, she. She's just an evil bat. She's an evil fucking witch. And Tony becomes just like her later on. Um, But yeah, she... In real life, she got sick or... Well, maybe she didn't get sick, but she just... She died. I don't know what for. You can see in season two, she got skinny. Um, You could tell she looked not not as good as she did before. Like season one, she was still... I mean, she wasn't fat. But she was... She had a lot more skin on her, you know. Um, But yeah, she... She died in real life, so that they had to revolve the show around that instead of what they were originally going to do. Which I'm kind of glad happened, not because she died, but just because the storyline that happened. Um, I would have liked to have seen it, just because I, you know, I've seen the show four times already, and you know, maybe I want to see something different. Um, but I mean, I don't but if you know it it would be good to see what else could have happened and that's the whole storyline would have revolved around uh the stolen airline tickets and uh Olivia testifying i i for sure think she would have testified against tony there would be no doubt in my mind that she would have um but yeah. Oh, yeah, in season two about uh, Puss becoming a uh, being the rat fully with Skip Lispari or whatever the fuck his name is, the FBI agent, and uh, getting killed by Tony, Pauly, and Silvio. Uh, that That's the other storyline in it. Uh, forgot about that. Um, which is really good. Uh, but season three, you know, they got the funeral, the first episode uh, they get over with. That is probably one of my favorite episodes with the FBI trying to bug Tony's house. Uh, there's just so much shit going on. It reminds me of the Goodfellas scene where uh, Henry's got he's being followed by the helicopters and shit. He's got to do all this fucking other shit. Uh, he's got to like stir the tomatoes and go to the store, drop guns off at uh, Jimmy's house, and then go go to Beansy's house for the guns because Jimmy didn't want them. But that's not his name in the in the movie. Uh, Beansy is different Beansy in Goodfellas um but yeah season three carmella you start to get a more storyline of how carmella is in this bad relationship with tony um it doesn't escalate until season four of course um but she starts to i mean i wouldn't say she starts to realize because i'm sure she already knew but it just it she goes to that that psychiatrist is one of the most brutal scenes in the whole show where she is like told straight up to leave Tony and she's crying her eyes out and shit um, because the psychiatrist knows he's a monster. He's a mobster and he's just evil. So leave him, you know. It's not that easy though when you're Carmela Soprano because you have all these nice things. Even though you're, you're like getting manipulated, it's still hard to leave. Um, Now Carmella is not innocent Whatsoever uh, But Tony is definitely more evil than she is But Carmella is not far behind She allows it to happen Um, But yeah And then the extramarital affairs keep on going on Gloria is the best Guma in the whole fucking show I mean she is just drop dead gorgeous But she is psycho as a Fucking Norman Bates Dude she's even worse than him I mean it is It is bad uh, what, what they turn into But the whole scene where they go to the zoo and they're base, they're they're fucking while they're looking at animals while there's people there, it's like insanity. That is one of my favorite storylines in the whole show with Gloria, and then and then uh you know she starts to go crazy. Pine Barrens happens the most funniest episode in all of television. Um, if you want to get into the Sopranos and you don't like, you're not sure if you want to start, watch Pine Barrens. You can start there, you don't have to know anything about the show to even like go to to start watching it. You could just watch that and get a good idea of what the show is gonna be. It is just it is the funniest shit ever with the lines of Polly saying (laughs) you're never gonna believe this. He was a Czechoslovakian or (laughs) all right (laughs) you're never gonna believe this he killed 16 (laughs) shekels see even messing up is funny (laughs) he was an interior decorator (laughs) All these said that because Tony said something, he he was uh, he killed Chechen rebels or something. That's all. He was part of the Interior Ministry. That's what Paulie got from it. Because the whole storyline from that show is um, the phone is just out of service or, or there, there's no connection. And it keeps on breaking up and shit. Um, but yeah, that that is top top five funniest shit. I mean, there's so much f- funny moments in the show that is up there and it it, it gets replayed a lot. Like, with the funniest moments if you go on compilations on YouTube. But it is well worth it. I mean, it is just some of the funniest shit you'll ever see. But another part of that episode is with Gloria, like I was saying. Um, she throws a stake at him. And she re- he realizes that she is really crazy. I mean, she gave signs before, but now you just know for sure. Um, but yeah, they... Um, he, he makes Patsy, oh, another great character, makes Patsy go threaten her with a gun uh, on a Mercedes Bench test drive and says, you're going to be scraping nipples off the off these fine leather seats. <laughs> Very intimidating. It, kind of funny how the word nipples is in there, but other than that, it is an intimidating scene. But yeah, sh- that that that's a great scene. Uh, Gloria definitely gets terrified. She wanted Tony to kill him. But if Patsy was going to kill... Or she wanted Patsy to kill... She wanted Tony to kill her. I said him. Wanted to kill her. But when Patsy's going to do it, she won't be satisfied with it. She she like was begging Tony to kill her. That That's how bad she got. But yeah. I, Tony realized that. And only realized the only way that he can get away from this broad was fucking if you make someone else threaten her. And you got Patsy. And, uh, he did a good job at it. Alright, now we're gonna go to season four. Um, this is tough to say. I'm just gonna say it's great, but it is close to being just fucking incredible. Uh, season four, the only reason why I have it down here and, and it's not up there is just because not a lot happens. Um, there definitely is, like well compared to other seasons but um it's just like a building block season to what to what's going to come next and what built up before it you know it's just like a, a whole culmination of what has just happened um, and then yeah cuz the last episode white caps where Tony and Carmela get a divorce and they have that huge ass fight that goes on for a long time that is just like one of the best episodes ever and the acting was just incredible in that um but there there's a lot of storylines in this in this season like furio uh one of the greatest characters in the show um he falls in love with carmela carmela falls in love with her or (laughs) falls in love with him um and um yeah, she basically gets disinterested in Tony and uh, falls in love with him and wants to get a divorce. Based. Well, she doesn't want to get a divorce from the beginning, but um, she definitely feels less interested in Tony. Um, Chris's drug problem gets really out of control, and they had that intervention, one of the best scenes in the whole entire show. I mean, it is just so funny. Um, and then Ralphie uh he was in season 3 too. Uh he was definitely more evil. Uh well, yeah, in season 3 there's two episodes in that whole season where it's just completely like disturbing. Uh the Melfi rape scene and uh Ralphie be- uh killing Tracy cuz he beat her to death. Those are some fucked up scenes. But um yeah. But season 4 Ralphie becomes he kind of matures a little bit uh and cuz his son uh has a chance of dying so he realizes what it's like to to lose somebody basically and that's another storyline in season 3 i'm not i might not be able to hit on everything cuz there's, i don't know how long this is going to go on for but where jackie junior uh the old mob boss's son gets together with meadow and he becomes a fuck up and gets killed uh that's another storyline which is really good but jackie junior you hate that character because he's just so fucking stupid but a great great acting uh, but season four, Ralphie and Tony they buy a horse together, and the horse is, is, is becomes becomes close to Tony like it's his own pet. Um, and Ralphie kills him. Uh, I don't care what people say; they that's just that's just what happened. Uh, David Chase even admitted it, I think, recently. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure most people thought that anyway. But yeah, they he he killed the horse just to get out money. For his son, which I mean I could see why you would do that. It's not like the end of the world to do that, but Tony is just so invested in this horse and loves him like he's a fucking son. So for that he kills Ralphie. Um Ralph, Ralphie, whatever. Uh but basically it's a metaphor for uh, you know, he says, She's a she was a beautiful, innocent creature, what'd she ever do to you? That was basically revenge for what he did to Tracy in Season 3, beating her to death. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was great what they did there. Um, but, yeah, basically it's just uh, falling out between um, Tony and Carmella. Tony wasn't falling out with her, but Carmella definitely was. And ends with uh, with just a huge fight. And I dread it every time it comes because I, I just don't want to see them fight. Because you've seen them for three seasons together now, almost completely almost four full seasons basically four full seasons uh where they were just happily married basically i mean they weren't happily married she knew about the extramarital affairs um but she just turned a blind eye until irena called and was like hey yo i fucked your husband and my bitch my fucking sister with one leg fuck them too uh, but she was she didn't sound like that she was very much jealous because he beat up zelman assemblyman zelman Uh, which that would have saved a whole lot of trouble if he didn't do that 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 just caused all the problems that made Zelman not perform like a man basically had a heroin addiction like uh, Christopher where he couldn't perform like a man with Adriana basically that happened without doing heroin Um, but yeah, season four is just great. And then the only episode that's like, it's iffy about people is, um, Christopher. And when I first started watching it, I thought it was going to be about, you know, Christopher Maltesanti because it's called Christopher, but it was about Christopher Columbus. Um, it's just a very political episode. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it kind of, it kind of fits in weird, but, and then, excuse me. And then, um. Bobby Bacala's wife dies in a car accident, and Janice starts going over there to, you know, just try to get in his pants, basically. Um, and it works out. They get married and have kids. You'll see. Uh, but, yeah. That was a little cringy at points, and AJ is just like, so, he's he's not a good person this season. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's... It's definitely a weird season, uh, but there's still enough that happens to where it will never be just good. It has to be great. Um, And with the culmination at the end of the season, with the divorce separation, it makes it great. Season five. Oh boy, where are we going to put this one? We're going to have to put it past season two. So far, the greatest season in the whole show. The first time I watched season five, I didn't think. I thought it was one of the worst seasons. But the more I watch it, it's just it. I grow to love it so much. Um, the war between New York I- inside itself. They they fucking go crazy. Like little Carmine and shit. Johnny Sack hates them. There's a whole like they kill off a bunch of characters that um, just to send a message. And then they introduced Tony Blendetto, which I could see why someone wouldn't like it first. Once you start watching like I said, it just becomes better, and it's just like a perfect character to add. He causes so many problems for Tony, and he, he doesn't want to kill him because he felt bad for not being... Um, there at the night that he was arrested and originally was in prison for, because um, he had a panic attack, and he just felt guilt. And he probably, he definitely would have had him killed if he wasn't related and didn't have that kind of guilt in the back of his mind. He probably would have been killed right away. Um, but since it was his cousin and he felt guilty, he kept him alive until, what, the last episode, right? Or the second to last, I'm not sure. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, But yeah. Tony Blendetto causes so many problems. Like you could have got away with it if he just killed Joey Peeps. Like Joey Peeps was, um, you know, he was close to Johnny Sack, but he wasn't. He wasn't related in any way, so there wasn't. It wouldn't have been a problem where um, he would have died. Maybe if he wasn't related to Tony, he probably would have died. Um, but it was solvable. It was you were able to fix it. But once he killed, um, fucking. Phil Leotardo's brother Billy, that's when it just went straight downhill because Phil never trusted Tony after that. He felt a disdain towards him the rest of the fucking time. Um and this is just the first season where there's like a more darker tone to it. And it's it's different than every other season. And it, it doesn't even look the same. Like you can tell when there's a season five clip compared to any other season. It just has a different, different tone to it. But yeah, Phil Leotardo comes in this season, Um, yeah, he's not a problem until he kills, uh until Tony's brother, or <laughs> Tony's cousin, Animal Blendetto, can't even say his fucking name, kills Billy and uh Phil gets just very upset and petty about everything, which I don't blame him for, I mean, that's his fucking brother, you know, I'm surprised he even held his tongue that much, you know, I... I don't blame Phil for what he did. Like, yes, he overreacted sometimes, but for that reason, like just imagine if someone you knew, someone you knew's cousin killed your brother. Even I mean, yeah, you're not going to be in the mafia, but still, just think about that. No matter what. That's that's fucked up. Um, but yeah, Johnny Sack he becomes boss after Carmine dies. Car- you could tell Carmine Carmine was holding the fucking family together because after he dies it just goes downhill for that whole new york family carmine was all about business he would he was gonna kill johnny sack he he told tony to kill johnny sack in season four uh, because the weight remark got out of hand and he just saw that johnny was just caring too much emotionally and he didn't see the big picture you know he wanted to kill ralphie even though they brought in millions of dollars um but yeah I mean, who would want to kill Ralphie, but he, I mean, great character. Great fucking character. So entertaining every time you see him on screen. Uh, But yeah, he dies in the first episode, Carmine, and then, yeah, Johnny Sack takes over. Carmine, uh, little Carmine, uh, he wanted to take over too at that time. Um, But yeah, there's just so much shit. Jack Massaron, he's a rat. Um, Christopher finds out adriana and tony were driving out to go get cocaine and there's a whole scene a whole episode probably one of the most suspenseful moments in the whole show is when you know tony and adriana going out for cocaine and they get into a car accident and she hurts her neck in their hospital she's in the, she's in the hospital tony gets away without a scratch basically and christopher thinks that Tony was cheating, uh, or, or Adriana was cheating on him, which very, very reasonable to think so, because honestly, I mean, it, it's common sense, so not honestly, you should know this. Tony was going to bang Adriana that night. It was just, no doubt about it. It's just that Phil came in while they were about to do that. I think she was about to give him a blowjob, honestly. Like, I I don't know if it was going to be for information or what, but it was it was going to be something. Um. But yeah, luckily Phil came in and saved that from happening because Tony wanted to. He he didn't care. He like he says he he um he cares about Christopher, but after that, I mean, not not at all. I mean, it, when there's pussy in front of him, he just does not care what the hell who's around. It's just he's gonna get it. Um, he didn't get that, and he says to Melfi that he he wishes he would have gotten it, which I mean. At least he would have got the satisfaction of that, but he does not need satisfaction. He's got so much in his whole life. I think that's the reason why he's so evil because he's just had so much good luck in his life that if he doesn't get just the slightest bit of it, he just goes crazy. But yeah, Christopher, he gets really jealous and their whole relationship gets strained from there because up until that point, it's been a healthy, you know, father son duo basically the whole time. Um, but yeah, they, um, and then Adriana's been a rat since season four. I think the end of season three, she became a rat. Uh, or the, the detective came and, yeah, I forgot if it was the end of season three or beginning of season four, around there. Um, but it comes to an end. She tells Chris about it, that she's she's been talking to the FBI. And you want Chris so bad to go with her to move on. But he chooses Tony after after the cheating. Even though it wasn't really cheating, it was still cheating. Basically, it was in his mind. Um, oh yeah, but the suspenseful scene before before I go on to that is when Chris shows up to the bada bing with the with the gun after he's been drinking because he's been he's been sober his whole this whole time since he went to rehab in season four. Um, but he drank like a whole fucking bottle basically and uh, came to the bada bing with a gun and they brought him out to the. To like a the corn shit, cornfields or meadowlands, whatever the fuck I don't know, um, and basically he was he was ready to die there. He said, "Uh, the, you'll just have to watch it for yourself." Like the whole scene had me on the edge of my seat, and I just could not believe it. That was one of the best episodes. Ever, Uh, I think it was Irregular Around the Margins. That was the episode of it. Uh, It's one of the best episodes in the whole entire show. It just gets you, it's just insanity. Um, But yeah, after that, uh, Adriana admits she's a rat. Chris wants to go with her, but then goes out and decides last minute that he would choose Tony because he saw this American family um, just in a shit car. Uh, looking like a poor family that that was going to be his future show so, show so he chose money over the love of his life and it just backfires on him. It It's sad But I don't feel bad for him just because he's 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 a bad person and he did that shit um, But yeah season five a lot of shit happens. It gets very dark in the season. Yeah Season 6 a Probably the least best in the whole entire show. Um, The reason for this is because the whole opening to it, members only, one of the best episodes in the whole entire show. You know, Eugene Pontecorvo commits suicide. Uh, That the intro to the season is just the best thing ever. Like the with the um with whatever they used, I forgot the guy's name the narration they use for it, but they put it over a beat, not a beat. Um, I think it was actually in the book. Um, but yeah, that was, it's just, this is when the show starts doing a lot of metaphorical and symbolic shit that you have to pay attention to for the ending to really make sense. Um, but yeah, they basically why the season is at the end is because when Tony's in the hospital, that just goes on for way too long for me. Like, I, I love it. I still enjoy it. I still love the coma dream he had. I think it's one of the most beautiful thing at the end where, uh, uh, he's, he's got his briefcase and Tony Blendetto's there and he's like, you gotta let go. I, I love that whole sequence, but, up until that point there was a whole thing with like monks being kevin Finerty. it just went on way too long and even when they got out of the hospital there's just so much time that is paid attention to that and he just he just feels like shit he's sick um it just goes on for way too long but after that is when it really starts to get good in that season um and because there's a whole storyline about Vito. Like in season five, you find out he's gay. He's sucking a dick at the security guard. Very stupid decision to do at your job. Um, and yeah, he basically travels to New Hampshire. Uh, he, his car breaks down. Uh, and he has to walk to this to this hotel. And they let him stay there. And um, you, you, you're rooting for Vito at this point. Because he has a chance to get away. Even though he's got a wife and kids at home, he has a chance to get away. Um, but yeah, it is. He basically he 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 feels he can't be a normal human being. Like he's doing a normal job, and he he thinks a lot more time passed than actually did, and he just he just did it, and he wanted it. He missed the lifestyle. Um. Even though he was happy with Johnny Cakes. And those Johnny Cakes looked pretty fucking good. The pancakes and sausages, dude. Every time I see those, every time I rewatch it, I'm just like, oh my god, I want to eat those so bad. Um, but yeah, he could have been happy. He was in a nice place that suited him. But he he loved the lifestyle more. And Phil Leotardo was fed up with Vito. He could not stand that someone could be gay in the family. Even though it was very clear that he came out of the closet, literally, when he killed him, um, and he was definitely, he definitely had some gay things that happened to him, like, in prison, he probably got fucked by a bunch of dudes, and, or he had to suck some cock, I don't know, but he got, basically, it was a metaphor for being disgusted by himself, um, and he wanted to put his anger out towards someone that actually felt that way, um, but yeah, so you kind of, you almost feel bad for Phil at, for that reason, but not at all for what he did. He was just was so, he was so persistent on killing Vito, but yeah, that was one of the main storylines. Uh, Christopher's relationship with Tony gets bad still. It's not bad yet, um, but it's getting there. And then um, Christopher finds a new woman, Kelly, they have a baby I think that's actually in season the last season where they have the baby, um, but yeah, that, a lot of a lot of shit happens. Kaisha is probably one of the dirtiest episodes in the whole show. It is like there's so much sex and it just seems so dirty. Uh, it's a good ending though because Phil and um, Tony they have a kind of a reconciliation and they meet. Uh, you just they they meet together on a human level, you know. Um, and then the, don't forget the meeting of the minds that Carmine draws up. Oh my God. One of the next, one of the most funniest scenes, of the whole entire show where they're, they, they're finally ready to make peace. And then they, they talk about, uh, you know, what they did to each other that was wrong. Coco or not Coco, uh, Dom, whatever. And then they said, uh, that some, whatever restaurant it was, the something room and then your brother Billy, whatever happened there. <laughs> and then feels like, whatever happened there? The shooting. Carmine says, like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Whatever happened there? God rest his soul, huh? <laughs> and then he looks at Tony, and Tony's just like, why the fuck would you say that? Uh, there's a theory out there that Carmine was actually really smart. Um, which could be true, I don't know. He definitely was... Uh, outsmarted everybody and not dying um but you the things Carmine says in the show little Carmine the things that he says you just you could tell that he's like trying to be smart but he's not um but he's still smart with other things like um he said something about visiting Versa- Versailles when it's Ver- um it, it's it's not that Versailles um yeah so he, he, there's a lot of things he pronounced wrong um And yeah so he was it's hard to say if he was really smart or not i think it was 50 50 he's he's a dumbass but he's got common sense that that's my opinion that's all you need in this world you don't need to be smart you just need to know how the world works Uh, but yeah i'll put that there great season but if i had to not take any season with me on a deserted island it would be that one but still amazing All right, now the last fucking season, 6B. Where are we going to put this? Season 5, is it better than season 2? Ooh, I don't know. It is just like the most well-shot season ever, most well-directed. I'm going to put it above season 2, I think. Thing. All right. No, I'm going to put it, honestly, I don't know. I don't know where to put it. I don't, I don't know where to put it. I love this season so much, but it's so depressing. It is like the most depressing season ever ever for anything Uh, because everything just goes downhill it seems like once um tony gets in that fight with bobby it's just everything just dies he makes bobby go out to kill that one that one guy for a hit for just a random person that they would never talk to again uh that was just so evil Tony, tony becomes so evil in this season yeah i think that's actually a good spot for it right there um but yeah he this is the season where Tony kills Christopher um, out of the blue. Like, I knew that Christopher was going to die before watching this. I got it spoiled to me. I just didn't know where. I thought it would be like near the end or the end, you know. Um, But it was like four or five, I think, yeah, four episodes into 6B. um, And it just totally took me took me by surprise and the way he killed him he felt no remorse for it tony um the dream he has where he goes to melfi's melfi's office and says how he feels like that is probably one of the best scenes in the whole entire show i haven't been able to tell anybody this but i'm fucking relieved like i i love that even though it's evil i love it in a way that is just so dark you know um but yeah, every episode in this season is just really good. It just all leads up. Uh, AJ gets really depressed from Blanca leaving him. He commits suicide, and um, there, there's definitely a human moment for Tony when he goes to save his son. I mean, but that's your son though, so it's kind of it kind of gets canceled out. Because I'm sure if it was someone else, I don't know if Tony would have saved him or not but he did love his family. That's the one thing Tony truly did love. That and animals. Well, not really animals because he dumped the asbestos where the ducks were at and the ducks were a big prevalent thing in the first season. Um, you know that if you watched it. If you're this far, you probably have already seen the show. I don't know I wouldn't want to watch this tier list if I wasn't if I've never seen it. So, but yeah. Um, a lot of people die like the whole fucking the whole crew, the family glorified crew they're basically all gone and there's just a huge war between new york and new jersey phil is fed up with all the shit that he's been putting up with um and it just gets out of control um and they kill bobby and blue comet blue comet is the penultimate episode in the whole entire show and it leads up to made in america where honestly top three episode of all time i'd have to say i don't know if it'd be number one just because there's so many episodes that are so good out there but i mean the finale finale doesn't always mean it has to be the best episode ever but the ending to the show is the most brilliant thing that has ever been on any tv or movie it is just the it is so amazing and there's people out there that think it's a cop-out which is just hilarious to me how stupid these people are um no offense to breaking bad fans, but those are mostly the people who do it because they see it as um cuz breaking bad um they kill Walter White dies. Um so there's a conclusion to it, but in the end of Sopranos there's no conclusion. Like I mean the conclusion it ends, but you don't know if Tony dies. But there is literally so much shit that happens in season 6A to 6B where it would point to that. There like there's a whole scene in the first episode of Six B where Bobby is talking about um, dying, and he's like, "You probably don't hear when it happens, right?" Um, and then Silvio, I think it's Six A, maybe it is Six B, where he's with uh, the hair dude Torciano. Um, he doesn't even know he got shot until like a couple seconds later, where he realizes the situation. Um, it cuts to black for a reason. Tony Soprano's. Him as a character was over. Like there was nothing that was gonna save him. He was just, he was, he was dead either way. Whether he was gonna be alive or not. Like if he went to prison, Carlo was gonna testify against him. He would have been in prison for sure. His his whole storyline and the whole show was just done there. There needed to be no more explanation. It was over. If it satisfies you to see him get blood and guts drawn all over the place in the restaurant where he was with his family, then good for you but then you would know what would happen to him. You then you would there would be no interest in talking about the show to this day, 17 years later. This is the only show in the whole entire world where people still talk about it. Like I mean not still talk about the ending. Breaking Bad ending nobody talks about cuz it was definitive, you know, you know everything about it. So there's no point to even discuss it. You're just like okay, it was a great show. But, you know, what happened, you know? You don't have to say that kind of shit, but with Sopranos, if you would have if you would have done it like Breaking Bad did it, you'd be like Sopranos was a great show. Was it best of all time? I don't know. It probably was, but there's other shows that are still great. But with the ending to Sopranos, that's what puts it over the top. And some people that brings it down for people, which I mean, when people think that, then I think they have down, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. Uh, but I I have I, you got to realize that there are so many analysis videos on the internet, and so many pieces you can put together just by watching it that you'll see why the ending to the Sopranos is the most brilliant thing to ever come to the screen. It is just so, it is poetic as fuck. Um, but yeah, there's just so much shit that leads up to it, and you just you could put it together yourself. You know whether he died or not, it doesn't matter. It was the end of Tony Soprano. You guys understand what I'm saying? It was the end of that person as a whole entire show. He was done. Tony was done for. Um, but yeah, great, great season. It might be above season two. It might be number one. It really, the the first three can either go either way any day of the week. Uh, season, uh, season three could definitely be number one too. Uh, but these are definitive down here. These are definitely four, five, six Um I would say i don't think that would change those um uh, but yeah or five six seven excuse me um but yeah these four they're definitely interchangeable depends how i'm feeling uh season the last season is definitely the most symbolic and that's why it could be number one but season two has is still bright there's some great moments in it and just great characters by richard Uh um, season five, there's just so much shit. It's like the start of the end for Tony and his whole New Jersey family. Um, and season three, is just like the last, last great season you could enjoy without having to worry about Tony's fate, Carmela's fate, Christopher's fate. N- you don't have to worry about any of that. And that's why season three is a really good season. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel about the Sopranos. And if you haven't watched it for some reason up until this point, um, Go watch it, okay? I'm serious. Go fucking watch it. I'll give you my HBO Max password if you need it. Um, But yeah, that was my rankings on it. I hope you enjoyed. It was fun to do. I'm going to go eat this pizza. I don't got to go. Beep, beep,